All right, we're back. Welcome to Ghost Town. It's a nice Sunday here in Nashville. It's uh, the rain finally chilled out a little bit for us, so that's a good thing. All right, hope you enjoyed everyday poetry, poetry for the people. I've got a special guest here today. Very excited about. They're here in spirit, of course. This is Ghost Town. <laughs> You know how it goes, or if you don't, that's how it goes. Uh, but yeah, these are uh, this is a group formed out of Athens, Georgia, and they came in. A, they came out during a scene. Actually, they were kind of the forerunners of a scene that emerged out of that area. And um, it's not REM. I'll give you that hint. I'll give you that hint. Nope, it's a group of five. They started out as five, and it's uh, three males, two females. And I'll give you their names here in a second. But their unique styling is what really made them stand out. The uh, the vocals, the vocals you had between. I'm sorry, I'm having a little technical difficulty here. Here we go. Okay. Uh, yes, the vocal stylings between Fred Schneider, his back and forth between Kate Pearson and Cindy Wilson, and then the unique tunings and stylings of Ricky Wilson. And then uh, also you had Keith Strickland, and that makes up the band right there. I've got the, you know, they had a, an emergence, a, re, a re-emergence in uh, 1989 with the album Cosmic Thing. But uh, today we're going to focus on the early stuff, the first two records, the self-titled and their sophomore release, Wild Planet, released in 1979 and 1980 respectively. Going to start it off right now. Here they are, the B-52s in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. This is WRFNLP, Pasquo, Radio Free Nashville.
started the music scene as we think of it. Well, this is where we sort of started out. We used to practice back there in the bloodletting room. There used to be a funeral home over there. That's where we practiced, and this is where we ate every day. Fred worked here. He was a waiter. Fred used to wear I remember one time I came in here to eat, and he had on these spandex leopard skin pants with bell bottoms with sort of big elephant bells. <laughs> Teresa Randolph was on someone's shoulders screaming, ah, I can't believe this is happening in Athens, Georgia.
dance this mess around the b-52s off their self-titled debut you also heard 52 girls and kicking off the show planet claire planet claire ever heard ever been let's see here we've got uh yeah i'm gonna carry you through the first two records of this band um it's gonna be about 18 tracks so if you like the band that's good news if you don't whoops but maybe you'll learn to like them so hang out see what happens you know keep an open mind uh, this is the, the debut self-titled these guys are from athens georgia here's frontman fred schneider so we recorded this in 19, 1979 and um the original uh idea for it um i went to this disco in atlanta georgia called 2001 and instead of having a light show and fabulousness it they had a slideshow and it was empty and they showed pictures of puppies babies and lobsters on a grill and i thought okay rock lobster that's a good title for a song because it's the B-52s. We were just uh, jamming at the time. And so we jammed on it for hours and hours and miles and miles of uh, reel-to-reel tape. And uh, Keith and Ricky went and spliced ideas together, brought them to Kate, Cindy, and I, and we put in our sixth sense, and uh, we came up with a six-minute and 48 uh, second song, which uh, we're just, we have a hard time editing ourselves, but who cares? But we always just did things our own way. It's, uh, you, you don't have any preconceived notions. I mean, I, I was writing lyrics with Keith on the way into the studio to jam, and, but then I changed, you know, my, my lines and stuff, and then the girls added their noises at the end. Uh, it was, took three, this album took three weeks to record for I think $35,000 and I wish we had just paid for it ourselves <laughs> instead of owing everything to Warner Brothers. But um, uh, they didn't know what to do with us but once we started selling they got on board. Uh, we played Toronto, uh, we did the, um, oh, uh, the Heatwave Festival and um, got to meet all the different acts that were playing there. It was real exciting. Um, went to Australia where we were sort of like playing small clubs in all over the place, in America, Canada. And then we go to Australia and Rock Lobster was like the biggest thing until we are the world. And uh, we were like in shock because they treated us like we were superstars who <laughs> were like in schlubby outfits and you know doing just our same little rinky dink set we did this well we did we did it live in the studio and then did some overdubs but it's pretty much um, a live recording uh, at compass point studios in the bahamas Rock, rock, 
the ocean.
B-52s from the self-titled debut. That's what we're featuring today here in Ghost Town. You also heard Rock Lobster. And a really cool interview uh, with with Fred Schneider um, talking about Rock Rock Lobster and how that came how that came to play. Pretty good stuff. Actually, I have a lot of great sound bites from the band today. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna go into too much blah 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 of the history because uh, they're gonna explain it themselves a little bit, which is much more exciting. And creepy Steve doing it for you, um, especially today. I don't know. I think I'm just tired. I, I definitely had a Saturday and it was amazing, but uh, I don't think I slept well. Oh well. Wow, wow. It's okay because I've got arguably the greatest party band of all time to keep me awake and going today. That's the goal. All right, here's Cindy Wilson to talk about the B-52s. You're in Ghost Town, Radio Free Nashville. It was really great, though. Those were the days I, I mean, I really cherish. You know, it was like a lot of um, art. You know, like kind of crazy, you know, crazy kind of art people, and you know, it was uh, people dressing up to shock and everybody being creative. And um, I got to meet some interesting people, and I met Fred and Kate. You know, through hanging out with Ricky. You know, since he just got back from Europe, and uh, and we went out to eat at a Chinese restaurant, and, and we didn't have much money. And so we had to buy this gigantic rum drink that was made out of a ceramic volcano <laughs> with sternum at the top. And everybody had a straw. You know, it was very ceremonial looking back on it. It's like, you know, we were casting a spell or something. But, but you know, and so uh, after, the, after the Chinese restaurant, we went and started jamming. And we had the best time. I mean, we were just, it just made a, us laugh. And Fred had... Um, Rock Lobster, a, po- a poem already written. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Rock Lobster. It was a lot of Fred's poem on that one, you know. And Kate, Kate and I were doing the uh, girl background vocals and the and the weird noises and all that kind of and stuff. And so that just, does that stuff come off the top of your head or? Yeah. I mean, you can tell it's, it's kind of uh, just kind of free for all. Sometimes it sounds like that, but it's, uh, you take it and you put it together like a puzzle, you know. And... Rock Lobster is still one of the songs that you can still kind of be creative at the end. Kate and I get to make up different sounds each night, you know. You know, so it's fun. It keeps it fresh, too.
Hero Worship, the B-52s, continuing through their first album, the self-titled LP. And um, you also heard uh, There's a Moon in the Sky called The Moon. Uh, and a soundbite from Cindy Wilson, also from uh, Kate Pearson. No, actually, Kate Pearson's coming up. Yeah, here we go. A couple more tracks to come from this record, and then we're going to move into the sophomore release, Wild Planet. So hang on, you're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. This is Radio Free Nashville. Here's Kate Pearson, vocalist, keyboardist of the B-52s. The name of the band, the B-52s, is After a Hairdo. And Keith Strickland and the band had sort of a waking dream about a little group with big bouffant hairdos, which they still wore in Athens when I first moved down there. And um, so we named our band After a Hairdo. And so we had to maintain the hair, the, you know, the life of the band. And um, we still kind of do a hair thing. Mm. Um, it's very important. But our look really stemmed from our look going to parties. It wasn't really thought out. It was thrift store. Uh, and it wasn't meant to be glamorous. Or we, we didn't do it to look beautiful. We just did it as this kind of fun thing, almost like Sia's wigs now. Mm. It's, it was kind of a transformation in a way, sort of a disguise to give us the courage to play on stage when we first started. Six.
a delightful cover of the Petula Clark single Downtown. That's the B-52s from their self-titled debut album. And that wraps that album, actually, which was officially released on July 6th, 1979. It was a hit. I mean, it was a major success. If not right away, it eventually became one. Um, Australia is where it really peaked. Uh, reached number three on their charts. And uh, the album had three singles that you heard today. Planet Claire, Rock Lobster, and Dance This Mess Around. Um, in the U.S., Rock, Rock Lobster reached the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And uh, the album went on to be certified platinum by the RIAA. And a personal note, I mean, not a personal note, a, uh, a delightful side note. Uh, John Lennon really liked the song. And... Uh, Inspired him and Yoko to get back in the studio, and they recorded Double Fantasy. That was in 1980. Kind of cool. Influences going. <laughs> it's always cool to hear when the Beatles are influenced by something, <laughs> right? That's not, you know, pre-1960. Pretty cool. All right, we're going to get into the sophomore release, Wild Planet, after this word from Cindy Wilson from the band. You're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Well, you know, it was word of mouth. We, had, we made our own 45 single. Uh, independent single and Danny Beard DB Records helped us right oh yeah <laughs> and you know I think it was because maybe you had a very interesting original sound there was nothing like it yeah yeah we were you know we were totally original I think that's what kept up the life of the band going is because we uh, we were original and it the look and the look pure creativity I mean like I was telling you Mary, I walked into that party and there was a gong like a big cymbal you know and some bongos our congas and a four string guitar and a reel-to-reel, old reel-to-reel two-track, and that's it. And I thought, I guess somebody's going to play music or something. And three mics. And three mics. <laughs> and naked Barbie dolls. And so <laughs> they came out and did Planet Claire, Rock Lobster, Devils in My Car, Strobe Light, Killer Bees, which you never did again. And yeah. Uh, okay. Song. And, and everybody went nuts. They came out and did the same five songs again. Uh-huh. Five days later, they played another party in Athens, three times as many people. And so it, it was, just, it was it like just it was snowballed. Building it was amazing. Over and over. And uh, after we put our independent single out, we went to New York and we played Hurrah's, which was this uh, great club in New York. And uh, um, and they were doing a film, uh, art student was doing a film. And Ricky looked out the window and we had no idea that the 45 had created such a buzz and everything but there was a line around the block and you're holy thinking what you're thinking, thinking what holy cow <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, God. ricky freaked he totally freaked you know and it was amazing that's when we knew something was really happening and the rest is history the so rest is history.
WRFNLP Pasquo. You're in Ghost Town hanging with the B-52s. Hey, we're the B-52s. My name is Cindy Wilson. I'm Fred Schneider. I'm Kate Pearson. And I'm Keith Strickland. We were, we were just hang, hanging out in Athens, you know, and one night we decided to, well, there's nothing to do. Let's go to a Chinese restaurant where they had these wonderful volcano drinks up that flamed and everything, and everybody got a straw and put it in it, and uh, after that, we were inspired, you know. So from then on, that's when we started rehearsing and come up with these. Our first song, I think, was Killer Bees, which never got recorded, but but to got things moving, you know. <laughs> we played a couple of parties, but there was really no clubs in Athens, so friends of ours in Atlanta and the group called The Fans went to Max's Kansas City, so we said, we'll go along with you and bring a tape. So we brought a tape, and Max's said, sure, come on up. So we went up in December of 77, did our set for 17 people. It was about 30 minutes long, and after that we thought, well, this is it. We did it. We played Max's, so we can go home now. And then Danny said, wait, let me see if they want you to come back, which, you know, we were already in our station wagon. And they said, sure, come on back. And so we did. Then in, back in Athens, Danny Beard decided to put out, um, offered to put out our first independent single, which was Rock Lobster. So he was stuffing the records by hand and sending them out, and they were going to New York. And we started coming up to New York and playing clubs, like the Mud Club and Hurrahs. And, and one night at Hurrahs, we started noticing the line getting longer and longer as we looked out the window, and we, we realized, we've made it, the line is all the way around the block, and then we got a record contract. And then we made our first record um, down in the Bahamas, and we toured for about eight months. We went to Australia, and we went to Japan. And then we recorded our second album, which was uh, Wild Planet, and we uh, recorded that with Rhett Davies. You got me running! 
The B-52s, we're into the second album, Wild Planet. You just heard the first three tracks, Running Around, Dirty Back Road, and Party Out of Bounds. And uh, this was uh, released in 1980, in fact, in April 1980, as they did with their first album. The, the band traveled to Compass Point Studios in the Bahamas and recorded Wild Planet. Um, several of the songs from this album uh, had been concert, concert staples since uh, 78 when they started up. Um, the band decided not to record them for the first record because they had so many tracks and they wanted a strong second album. Um, and knowing that performing these tracks live would make fans anticipate it that much more. So kind of a cool thing there. Continuing on with more Wild Planet for you, it's the B-52s in Ghost Town. Give me back my man.
Back in early 1977 in, in Athens, Georgia, when you got together, did you feel that uh, this was something special, or did you feel like it was a one-time thing? I knew when we were doing it that um, it was something really special and um, positive, and um, it's been a, had a good effect on my life, and I love you know, doing playing music with the band. You're such an original group. Uh, who are some of your influences? Nino Roto, who wrote all the soundtracks for Fellini movies, mm -hmm. and Ema Sumac, and Yoko Ono, and Dusty Springfield, and James Brown, and Junior Walker, and Captain Beefheart, and just the so list goes on and on. And we used to listen to Aku Pygmy music a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go out to um, the field. I had goats that I milked every day, and we had I lived on this sort of mini farm, and we used to take the Pygmy music out there and have sort of full moon, just watching the moon parties, and we'd set up a little table with beer and stuff. And one night we were drinking beer and listening to pygmy music, and the cows circled us completely. They must have thought it was a feeding tray, and they all started going like that. Oh, perfect rhythm to the music, and it was just cosmic. <laughs>
Devil in My Car, the B-52s from the second album, Wild Planet. You also heard Private Idaho, the hit off of the record. And also, Give Me Back My Man. Yep, that does it for the set. Three songs set with an interview. Pretty good, huh? We're doing great. You're doing great, specifically. Um, This album, Wild Planet, was released on August 27th in 1980. And received well by uh, most critics and also um, and fans. Um, the critics regarded it as a strong second album, and so many fans consider it the best album. Uh, it reached number 18 on the Billboard 200 in 1980 and was certified gold by the RIAA. And uh, yes, Private Idaho did become the second Hot 100 entry. So good for them reserving, you know, a good part of their... Uh, their song catalog for the second album it paid off for him continuing on with the second album by the b-52s quiche lorraine you're in ghost town the skies are charcoal gray it's a dreary downtown day but at the end of my 30-foot leash Little friend, Keish, Keish La Poodle is her name, and having a good time on a crummy day is our game. Keish, Keish Lorraine,
picking on is Fred. What is Fred's favorite B-52 song? Lava. Hallucinating Pluto. Detour through your mind. Okay, let's see who's right. Yeah, it's strobe light. What is Kate's favorite intergalactic dance move? The monkey. The Saturn swivel. The cosmic wave. The cosmic wave. The cosmic wave. <laughs> what planet does Keith come from? Uranus. <laughs> Snorgon. International Galactica for everyone. Claire. She came from planet planet. What is Cindy's favorite animal sound? The shy tuna. Oh my god. That's a sea cat, all right? Chihuahua. I like that one a lot. Okay, so who is it? All of them. After all these years, I guess the B-52s are still on the same wavelength. Right, baby? Oh, yeah.
All right, that's going to wrap it up for the B-52s for today as we conclude their second album, Wild Planet. You just heard 53 Miles from Venus, also in there, Strobe Light and Quiche Lorraine, a song about a poodle. How about that? Uh, the band in 1981 released uh, Party Mix, which was a six-song collection um, from their first two albums that they remixed and sequenced to form two long tracks, one on each side. Actually, I'm, I'm inspired to purchase that. I'm going to look that up on Discogs, I believe. I'm sure that's a fun one. I've actually never heard it before, so that'd be great. I bet, they're, I bet they pulled the really dancey numbers off the first uh, two records, the self-titled and Wild Planet, so exciting stuff. I've got a few more tracks for you here to carry you up to the top of the hour. Be, be sure and stay tuned for RFN Weekend with Matt the Proud Man. He'll be taking you to the 4 o'clock hour in the central time zone. And if you're in another time zone, just apply the math. Um, okay, it's Blondie here, and I'm going to keep it United States. I'm going to keep it uh, American music, because I was kind of a jerk last weekend and played all British rock during the 4th of July weekend and kind of put it in everybody's face while I was doing it. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm the anti-patriot, if you will. Um, that's not true, but it was just kind of a fun show. I just like British rock. Had nothing to do with anything other than that. So, all right, Rapture, the single version, not the album version. You're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Go out at night. 
where he would have a hassle with the human race. Sang hip hop and don't stop, just blast off. Sure shot, cause the man from Mars stopped eating cars and eating bars, and now he only eats guitars. Yeah! <laughs> It's 
vocals on there by Benjamin Orr, and that track was co-written by Rick Okazik and keyboard player Greg Hawks. That was The Cars off their uh, 1978 debut album, Moving in Stereo, and such an appropriate use of stereo effects on that one. Dig it. And then uh, at the top of that set, you heard Blondie Rapture, the single version. Um, the uh, version on the album Auto-American is a much different mix. And they also put out a disco mix. It was a big club hit. Um, but the most popular one you'll hear on the radio is the one I play, the single version. A classic, classic tune. All right, I'm going to keep it American as promised up to the top of the hour. Please stay tuned for RFN Weekend. Matt the Proud Man bringing you the soundtrack to your Sunday. I'm going to turn up the tempo here a little bit for the next couple tracks. Dip more into the punk rock realm. This is uh, These guys are straight out of the CBGB Max's Kansas City scene of New York City in the mid-70s, but they are from Cleveland, Ohio originally. They stemmed out of the band Rocket from the Tombs that also, um, you know, half that band split off and formed Pair Ubu. Quite the, uh, <laughs> the different avenues each of those, uh, those guys took. And uh, you'll definitely, if, I, if you've heard Pair Ubu, you know that stuff is super avant-garde out there. And if you know the Dead Boys, you know they can just be raw and uh, just nail-biting punk rock music. So here you go. After the, off the album, Young, Loud, and Snotty, Sonic Reducer. <laughs> Things will be different then 
California Uber Alice, the Dead Kennedys from the album Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. And then also in there you heard the Dead Boys from the album Young Loud and Snotty Sonic Reducer, the classic track from that band. Continuing with the American music theme this week, it's Devo. These guys are out of Ohio too. 
Akron being the city. This is from the first record. Are we not men? We are Devo. Uncontrollable urge. Controllable Urge, Devo, from the first record, Are We Not Men? We Are Devo. A fantastic album if you've not checked it out. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, they got bigger later on, but the first record has so many gems on it. It's fantastic. Um, those guys were definitely pushing the envelope on musical sounds and what became popular. And uh, also you had uh, the Dead Kennedys in there. Oh, I already said all that. <laughs> Whatever. I already covered that. No sense in repeating myself, right? All right, all right. One more track for you here. It's Richard Hell and the Voidoids, Blank Generation. Be sure and stay tuned for Matt the Proud Man. He's coming at you next with RFN Weekend. I'm Creepy Steve. See ya. (laughs) 
for when you get a face It's fascinating to observe what the mirror does But when I dine it for the wall that I've set a place I belong to the blank generation And I can take it or leave it each time Well, I belong to the generation But I can take it or leave it each time Take it or leave it each time.